following program is intended for mature audiences. It's the music, movies, and shows you love. As if we can. And hate. You ain't gonna like it none. And love to hate. I didn't expect that at all. This is the Broken Remote. Oh, ho, ho, ho! Coming at you on Thursday, December 28th, 2023, live on tape. It is the Broken Remote. A little bit of a hiatus as the holidays rolled in, as they do every year. And the Will the Thrill and I had a little bit of trouble trying to get together and connect. It was more on me than he, as I had to run around and go be Santa to my children. Mm-hmm. But we are back in the flesh. Not mm-hmm. in the flesh because it's on radio, but in the flesh where we sit. The radio flesh, whatever radio weird flesh. of that is. Yeah, right, for sure. So, and how was your holidays there, sir? It good? was good. I like you say we were off. I say we were preparing our Christmas special. If <laughs> South Park can take off like six weeks and then just drop a fresh hour of fire television, so can we. Uh, you know, I don't. Do they announce that they have them in the hopper, or do they just launch them? No, do they just? I so the new one that I still need to watch because oh, you haven't got, seen we, Not Suitable we, for Children. No, I've heard amazing things. It is but, fantastic. My so my brother, and this is why I wanted to get your take on this before we even go to the the movie for today, um, dude. Prime, which is what like so so for those who haven't watched the episode, the whole episode essentially revolves around both OnlyFans, which yes. Rich and I talked OnlyFans to is about. is the secondary part. The first part is kind of is this energy drink yes. that's incredibly attractive to children. Like it's just marketed towards them heavily called prime, but they yes. call it cred in the show. It's called cred in the show. Correct. And I like was vaguely aware of it because you see it sometimes at stores and you know, the internet personality behind it is ridiculously enormous. Um, I didn't know how crazy huge it was until my brother, who's a fourth grade teacher. Oh, you didn't. Yeah. Well, it, you don't have kids. No. So you would know. He but, was like telling me about the kids that he teaches, and apparently they are just like trying to hide that shit in their backpacks or just drinking it nonstop. Like it is the drink to have. It is. It is. It's literally cred. It it, it literally is. <laughs> it's cred. literally cred. So as a a father of two, uh, and my kids are in sixth and third grade, I actually was on the forefront of this. Here, as a, a neighbor, mm-hmm. one of my neighbor, a good friend of mine, his son was huge into it because it, you know, obviously for those that don't know, Prime is the product of Logan Paul, who I believe mm-hmm. is either a minority inv- investor, maybe the majority share owner. He's he's making bank off of it. Is all I know based but on how much he's advertising it. it. He's advertising because I think it's his thing. Turns mm-hmm. out that it's basically just really super sugary coconut water. I was going to say, it's basically just four loco without the alcohol, right? Like, yes. <laughs> that's basically what it is. It, it, it is four loco without alcohol. That is a great analogy. But Have you had it? Uh, I have not. But we eventually, because we read all about it before yeah. we gave it to the kids because we were just like, you know what, Logan Paul, energy drink. Yeah, isn't I, this guy like finding dead bodies in forests and running cryptocurrency schemes? And know, yes, those are all true. <laughs> for um. sure. 
it just it came across like Donald Trump telling you to shoot bleach and to inject bleach into your. Whoa! Did he ask me to do that? Do I have to do that right? Do I have to stop the show real quick just to make sure? (laughs) Which he did not do, but I just wanted to do some kind of funny analogy there, and I kind of delivered it like shit to begin with. So no, he told me to take fish fish tank cleaner. That was the that was the one right that everyone was freaking out about. Uh, I mean, whatever. You know, it's your your Joe Joe public on the block telling you to do something medical. That's my thoughts of. Logan Paul giving me an energy drink, mm-hmm. um, and well, no, he's a doctor, right? Everyone knows Logan Paul, doctor, Lo, dark doctor Paul. I believe he's known as. Yeah, it, it's pretty amazing. So anyway, and we finally were like, "Look, here, you can try it once, so that you can tell everybody you tried it." And sure enough, they drank it. They didn't drink it. They hated it, and the whole oh, thing wow, just sat, okay. just sat there. And eventually, I, I dumped it down the sink. So okay. The cred, which is actually prime, did not do well in the Eggy household, at no. least uh, when we tried to give it over. Prime doesn't have a lot of cred. It is everywhere. They stock it at the Krausers down the block because the Krausers, kids go in and wah, buy wah. it. Mm-hmm. It is like $5 a bottle. It's mm-hmm. just insane because you never thought that uh, some sports energy drink would go viral. No. It's a... It's Gatorade, right? I mean, it's just a shitty Gatorade. It's just shitty Gatorade, yeah. <laughs> and it's fucking gone viral. Hey, you know, throw in your Christmas toys of years past. So you're, I mean, you want to really go back, but, you know, your Hatchimals to your Teddy Ruxpins to Garbage Pails Kids right, to how Owlies dare, Dude, to my pet Shopkins. rock is the most valuable thing I own. How dare you say anything about it? Sorry, brother. But regardless, it's it was in the same vein as those. You couldn't get your hands on the shit. So that was one of the two primary lampoon items in the most recent South Park episode, the other than being OnlyFans, which was done yes. phenomenally. I need to watch that episode, dude. I'm so fucking behind on that shit. I can't believe you didn't watch it. Yeah, it was super funny. Uh, I actually we sent were, it to we my... We were looking stuff up. We were looking up like stuff to watch. We saw it came out. I got like the general gist of it. And I immediately just went, hell yeah. Because yeah. I've, I've heard about Prime before. And then my my brother was just giving us his take because Jesse has all these ones. There's like a sea of fourth graders like, yo, Mr. O, do you drink fucking cred every day? Hold on one second. Here we go. So here is, I didn't mean to cut you off. I was trying to actually pause this and get this ready to play. But this is the very beginning of the episode where there's a kid who doesn't have prime. Mm-hmm. Can't get fucking, his hands on Prime. What a fucking loser. Dude. Basically, right? And so he's lying about it. And Cartman is trying to start basically the cred fraternity that is the real cred fraternity, not all these posers. Not these fucking losers just not coming in here and taking my cred. fucking losers. And so the one kid goes home and he's just watching... A YouTube, you know, it's YouTube, which is basically Logan Paul, but here uh-huh. it's spoofed. So uh, let me fire this up real quick. Hold on. Here you go. You know, the most important thing is just to be yourself. When I feel like I can't be myself, that's when I need a hydration drink that'll pick me up. That's when I need cred. Ah. It's the cruelest sports drink in the world. <laughs> cred is 100% sugar free. Cred has electrolytes, so you can ride your bike. And also, Cred has more vitamin A than your body could possibly ever use. I can't feel my face. Drink Cred or you're a piece of shit. (laughs) 
Tree cred at your school today. Not intended for children. Hit <laughs> <laughs> that like button. Hit <laughs> that like button. Thing, it's just to be yourself. When I feel like I can't be myself, that's when I need a hydration drink that'll pick me up. That's when I need cred. Yeah, so then they're just playing the whole thing. Yeah, so, no, it's the whole thing. Yeah. Anyway, but oh, yeah, you're a piece of shit. You're <laughs> a piece of shit. Which I, I'm, I think I might grab that one. Uh, you're a piece of shit. That's a great, yeah. Have that as a drop. But anyway, uh, so that was very early on, and then they just build off that. Mm-hmm. Stan's dad uh, ends up being fa- infatuated with OnlyFans. Yeah, he gets into an I mean, OnlyFans off with his wife, which yeah. is awesome. Uh huh. I mean, we, we've we've talked about it, dude. If, if I could just jump off this train of working all day, dude. The girl, there's a girl that pretends to be a dog. She was an optometrist. She makes a hundred k a month. Yeah, fuck me. There is <laughs> uh, neighbors, same ones I was talking about that uh, had the kid that was really into Prime. Uh, he, I don't know if he has an aunt or somebody's aunt or a second cousin or, but they had somebody. The OnlyFans. They just did foot shit. Just yeah, people, showing off their huge. feet. That's huge, dude. That's and huge. I just don't. Of all the fetishes, it. of all the fetishes, that one's like just fucking torn off, and I don't get it. It's unbelievable. But they were—I forget what she was making, but she was making good coin, showing off her feet, like not even doing porn, just doing and only like, feet, it, it, fan, it, only feet, only fans' feet. Which is just like, honestly, fucking God bless her. I'm like super uh, impressed. <laughs> well. Obviously, when you're you hear about these things, if it was first my daughter, they, I would lose my mind just to be of clear. Course. But you but, know, from afar, I can also go, damn girl, get it. But you could do look if you were a girl and you wanted to do OnlyFans, but you didn't want to reveal your identity. Mm-hmm. I guarantee you, you could just do OnlyFans, be naked, do whatever you want, and just put on some kind of funky mask, and it would hit some guy, some person's perv switch. Yeah, absolutely. And by some person, I mean, like, thousands, hundreds of thousands, millions of people, and you would still do okay. Mm-hmm. And you would just be, your identity would be okay, and then all of a sudden you just have a shit ton of money, and then you have to explain, like, yo, Tiffany, why do you have a Lamborghini? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I Tiffany, were you in four different pyramid schemes when you left college? What happened? Well, I realized I could just sell pictures of my breasts, and all of a sudden, like, turns out life's real easy when you do that. <laughs> but you don't want, I, I, and you don't have a problem with people knowing your identity. Well, the funny thing is, I put on a horse mask, and my yeah. numbers actually went up. Okay, I was going. My numbers going up. I was going to laugh at that, but the problem is, like, that genuinely upsets me, and I really <laughs> think that's true, and now I'm just like, oh, man. Well, the beauty <laughs> of the episode is that Stan does the next logical thing, which is, I'm a dude, there's a fetish out there for me, I can do this, and so <laughs> oh, shit. His, his whole life's mission is to <laughs> basically run his own OnlyFans, and he's naked the entire episode. <laughs> And it gets. I. I, dude, I don't really want to give it away. I, you got to watch the episode. I, dude, it is. I don't know how awesome. they do it. They, they. Dude, it's been what twenty five fucking years. They've been on the air. They're still just crushing it. Yeah, and I went backwards and I watched the Pandaverse episode, which also was great because it went after yeah. Kathleen Kennedy. It went after the Marvel. Just saying everything we've been saying for years. Yeah. Yeah. yeah God. Some of it actually didn't kind of work because. 
they ultimately they had a multiverse where ever you know all the mm-hmm. the kids were ethnic females. Yeah. And while it was funny, I don't know. It was kind of like they really didn't. I don't know. I don't want to say they played it safe because they didn't, but. I would say the vocal acting of it could have been infinitely more, you know, uh, true, they kind of gone, true to form. Yeah. Right. That's so. it. the fucking, the, I mean, regardless of like the full stats of the episode, the fucking put a chicken in and make a game. <laughs> well, that's awesome. That's awesome. And, uh, and that goes on and on and on. But two phenomenal episodes. They are really good and brand new content, and I can't. I, you really do got to catch up. I forced myself to watch them because I had heard so many people talking so good about them. I said, you know what? Now is the time. Holidays. I took a week off. I'm good to go. Boom. Fire it up. Get this shit done. Get that stuff done, dude. Yeah. Yeah. So now, when we are firing up, I you know that's a little sidebar there on just shit that we heard, uh, which you know that we well we heard. I watched. You heard. But what you did watch and what I did watch and has been the topic of conversation for, uh, you know, a large population of content Mm -hmm. creators, at least, you know, Hollywood content creators, movie, podcasts, all the rest, has been the one and only, get ready for it, where's my drum roll, Rebel Moon from Zack Schneider. Zack Schneider. Sir, I will I will punt to you, and I'll let you take it from here because I, mean, I, I am not a Zack Schneider fan, and this didn't do any benefits. Yeah, dude, toward it, that end. Okay, like, I, the quick quick synopsis of the movie. Um, have you seen Star Wars: A New Hope? I then have. You've seen, then you've seen Rebel Moon. Yes, <laughs> Child of Fire. Um, it was kind of gross it, how they just tried to build it, it the same exact way. It, like, like, there's ways to make, like, an homage of something, and then there's ways where you just kind of like, this is just that other movie, but you just... No, okay, I will give him this. Some of the shots are really cool. He clearly was going for, like, a Lord of the Rings thing, I thought, at a couple points with, like, some of the set design. Yeah, that sure. That was cool. Um, it was weird how many actors I recognized in the movie. I was like, damn, okay, cool. I like Dude, this guy. Dude, Jax Teller signed himself up for this one. Yeah. And he was like, but I um, want to speak Gaelic. And they were like, well, do we have yeah. Irishmen in the fucking in I the space we universe? Do. Well, we have Griffins, apparently, which is yes. another thing. Uh, but do, yeah, so the whole movie is, you know, evil empire, I guess. I'm not really sure, to be honest with you. Well, um, let me just jump in there only because I laughed at that because my ancestors... Mm-hmm. I, from Germany, moved over here in the 40s, uh, I guess either the be- very beginning of World War II, maybe in the middle. And they did it because basically they couldn't make any money because Hitler was basically confiscating all of their farm products. So they moved over here and some joined the army and et cetera. So I'm watching this. I said, okay, so you're just doing World War II, which is exactly what A New Hope did. And yeah. I mean, it's just, it, it's exactly ripped from real life. Okay, fine. All right. Uh, take it from there. Continue. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you're kind of nailing it. I mean, which is what Star Wars did. Granted, you know, they obviously had a Nazi aesthetic. I mean, they could, they hired the most Nazi looking dude. I mean, to be the main bad guy. Uh, he basically. He wears Nazi a tie, guy. by the way. Yeah, so 
if they give the background, I think, of this universe, there was an empire run by a good king who was killed and along with his whole family. Yes. It's, they clearly weren't based on everything they're doing with this plot, but who gives a <laughs> fuck? Um, essentially what happens is now there's an evil general in charge. Uh, evil Nazi admiral goes to the planet, murders one of their leaders to just kind of display power, show how bad he is. Turns out, female farmer who looks like she plays every female marine in every movie you've ever seen. Yes. Turns out, this is going to blow your mind, she's actually a female marine <laughs> with high levels of training and is actually the general's adopted daughter who's been trained to be an assassin <laughs> general army person for the last, like, 20-something years. I didn't uh, expect it, that it, at all. I, I was just a shock. Uh, it turns out she's a strong woman. Better make her gay. Uh, <laughs> Did but they make her gay? I still I quit no, at forty minutes she, left. Did they I, I establish her sexuality? I think, she, I think she's straight. I okay. think she's straight. But then what they do is you're like, okay, I can go for this knockoff Star Wars, and where and so me, my dad, my brother watch this movie, and my my brother missed like the first half of it, but my dad and I watched it, and my dad, who's usually very forgiving these types of movies, where I think they lost him for the most part, and me and everybody else, is the middle. I wouldn't call it the middle, like the, the middle hour and a half of the movie. The movie's two and a half hour lo hours long. Yes, it's a is long this, flick. It's this fetch quest where they go gaining new party members like we're playing an RPG from the <laughs> 1990s. I wanted to go there, but go ahead. You're going to <laughs> do it like, anyway. It's, it's like Final Fantasy or something. And you're just going, okay, I think I get what you're going for here. Cool. <laughs> I guess. And then all of a sudden that disappears. And well, there, there's a reason for why they're doing it, which is, which is a cool plot twist. I actually liked, uh, I didn't get to that part yet. I read okay. there's a plot twist there's, there's later. A, there's, a, there's a plot twist that explains why they're gathering up all these people. That's actually kind of cool. You're like, Oh, that's a good job. Too bad. You just made so, so the real problem of the movie that hour and a half in the middle where they are just grabbing new party yeah. members. It is just scene after scene where they're like, Here's a new character while the last four people that joined our party just stand there in the background and look solemn while the main <laughs> character lady just says okay. like a couple of things. Like, I'm inspirational and the Empire is bad. And then the person who's like, I gave up all hope years ago. But the Empire is really bad. And that you know is what? you've got a you've got a point. The Empire is bad. Let me show you how badass I am by doing this thing that I'm really good at, like taming a griffin or using my lightsabers. By the way, oh, yeah, the lightsaber I... part was ridiculous. Yeah. Um, oh, that was ridiculous. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> right. Like what about uh, everything else? So Will has just explained with more logic the movie up to the. I guess two thirds of the way through, more so than Zack Schneider even yeah, attempted Schneider. to do. <laughs> it's Schneider, uh, yeah. Ram Schneider is a dolphin. Um, so th this is what is just ridiculous about it. Go all the way back to the beginning of what you were talking about. Does he define it? Kind of, not really. And the only reason that you understand half of this stuff is because they it was Anthony Hopkins, right? Yes, dude. Right? I literally tell my dad, I'm like, is that fucking Anthony Hopkins they just have in the middle of this movie right here? And then my dad's like, yeah, that's Anthony Hopkins. And then he just leaves. And, well, he, and, yeah. And, he, and, and, and the way that you feel unfulfilled after that sentence is exactly how I felt after they introduced this cool robot character that's voiced by Anthony Hopkins. They're like, we don't have the budget for fucking Sir Anthony Hopkins. And then he dips out for the next 95% of the movie. Is he also the robot voice? Yes. 
He is the robot voice. He's the robot voice. Anthony Hopkins is okay. the robot voice. So, and then he dips out, and then he comes back in the last shot of the movie. All right, well, let's get back to that. Ant- let's get back to that, because dude. I think that that's where the, the, the twist might be around that area. The twist. The twist. So Anthony Hopkins voices over this. Uh, you will meet him again shortly as he is a robot, and these robots mm-hmm. are... I guess from their description, they were loyal to the he's, old he's combat, he's regime. Com- yes, he's combat C-3PO. Yeah, right, combat C-3PO. C-3PO. He um, doesn't want nearly as much. Who was faithful to the older regime, and ever mm-hmm. since they were off, they basically don't pick up arms. They just do They do work. I guess is what happens now. Yeah, right? that's a great... So, because they shoot him and they're like, yeah, they won't, they won't fire back. They won't, yeah, they won't pick up arms. Fucking you can... pussy. <laughs> That's the vibe, dude. So, in order to explain to you how these robots are no longer, uh, you know, aggressive and refuse to bring up arms, the bad Nazi guys that are there stealing all of the corn from the farmers. Mm-hmm. You gotta show how bad. Oh, they they try to steal corn and then they try to rape a girl. Oh yeah, they, they did like, the rape scene. Yeah, they, they, they but the rape scene is how they brought out the heroin, right? Yeah, so, yeah. Well, they're, they're like, "Did you know she could fight?" I'm like, "Yes." Like it was very obvious from the first scene that she was gonna kick oh, ass. We'll get to that scene in in, in just a second, <laughs> sir. So and and then they tell you the robot. They shoot up the robot. You know all these bad Nazi guys shoot up the robot just for fun, mm-hmm. and then you know he doesn't do anything. So it's like okay, well now we've seen you shoot up the robot and it doesn't attack. So obviously they they don't. So they explain it through Hopkins and then this fucking stupid robot. Mm-hmm. But literally, they just like plod you along, where they're like, okay, there's farmers, and here's Nazis. And now we've told you a little bit with Hopkins. Now the uh-huh. Nazis are going to steal the farm stuff. And we showed you this one Marine chick, like you mentioned. Did you know that these guys, they look just like Nazis, are the bad guys? And you go, <laughs> yes. And then I they had to overly be assholes on top of it, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, oh, the guy with the staff that's a femur bone, that wasn't enough of a Oh, God. <laughs> I, I just. And then I, at one point. The bad guy's just openly having sex with a squid or something like that. Oh, that was so weird, too. So now, but to what Will was driving toward is that then when the heroine finally comes through and she is released, if you will, through this rape scene where she's finally had enough, she's putting her foot down, and she's not going to take it anymore. And so then Schneider and all Schneiderville, and I am not a fan of... The artistic, mm-hmm. you know, hand on the camera where they slow this down a la like the Matrix and they're flipping tables in slow motion and she's doing flips and shooting and this guy's shooting and she's just taking everybody out. And you know she's so badass because this is all done in this slow, slow motion Matrix mm-hmm. style. And so then at the end of it, you're like, okay, so he's, she's out. She's a badass. And then I she's mean, just like, like it's just the Zack Snyderism, like the moment the slow mo starts, you're like okay, this completely. is really cool combat. Yeah, just like been happening since three hundred, dude. Okay, hear me out, dude. Well, but For but hold movie, on, and then to oh, launch, yeah, going, yeah. yeah, just just to launch her under request, she's dude. basically like, I'm gonna go gather people across the the, the universe to save this farming village to of save 40. this farming village, and then she's off, <laughs> and that's of, it. <laughs> Forty people, dude. It's like, don't worry. We got these guys. Right. Um, like, 
And then what also, about by the way, the exposition dump, dude? Like the the part where she's just like, "You want to know my backstory? You don't need to know my backstory." Oh yeah. That's right. Okay, I'll tell you. Let me just tell you my backstory really quick. It's just going to take another fifteen minutes, and you go, "Wait, what just happened?" And then next thing you know, you were just thrust into the most, I guess, like generic fantasy. How is this person a badass but connected to the main villain? And she's like, oh, let me tell you how exactly I'm connected to the main villain that I have seen in some time. It's like, like instead of letting that be a reveal later on that she knows the general or that he raised her, like, you know, they did with the Darth Vader thing, which maybe right. been to a point. They're like, no, 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 we have to have this, like, in the first 20 minutes, that, that could be twist needs to be out of here. Well, oddly enough... The problem I have with this whole thing in the kickoff, number one, it's sci-fi. But the only thing science fiction about this is, like, the bad guy's ship and the fact that they have, you know, laser guns. That's Mm -hmm. it. Everything else is shot in, like, rinky-dink, more or less, kind of a a Lord of the Rings type set. Yeah, it's it's like... It really is like he tried to mesh the two. And I kind of like the aesthetic. I mean, I don't think it's for everybody. I liked it, but I also love Lord of the Rings. Uh, but, like, dude, hear me I out. was just confused by it constantly. Yeah. I'm like, I, are we Lord totally of the Rings get. or are we Star Wars? Because if we're Star then, Wars, where's all the goddamn technology? Because I see none of it. I did love that, like, we need to get grain on our thing. It's like, well, luckily we have this farming village that does everything by hand in this futuristic society that uses, you know, <laughs> right. fucking machines. And they're using a horse to plow the field. And you're like, well, maybe there's some middle ground where, like, they could go to a larger farming community that, you know. Or wouldn't there be some kind of goddamn, like, how are you feeding your armies before this? Yeah, exactly. Like, you need to get grain this bad. Maybe you should go back to those robots, dude. You know, like, if I need farming, like, I'm not going to go to a third world country here in, in, in the, on the planet Earth and say, hey, you know, can, can, we, uh, can you feed my army here with the, the plows and your horses and all this manual shit? No, I'm going to go to, like, the farmers that are using high heavy tech equipment that's, like, and take that shit over. Why are they going to this random planet where it's, like, you know, they have huts? That's going to feed your army? It just didn't make any sense at all. No, dude. No, no. But it was also fucking hilarious if you really think about it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> it's so stupid. I mean. Okay, hear me out. Did this not feel to you? Did you watch both versions of the Justice League? I did, yeah. I watched yeah. Snyder did, Snyder's version did, and the other one. Did this not feel just like. And, and I'm going to give him like some credit. Because I actually kind of like the new Justice League. Even though it's four hours long. Because. Like, what Zack Snyder needs is to not make these a fucking movie. Make this a fucking, like, 10-episode TV show where each oh, episode's an hour long. Oh, it would have been so much better. It would have been so... Because then you could flesh out your fucking infinite ideas. It, just to throw this out there, and, and, you know, fuck you, viewer, who's listening to this, because that's how Z- what Zack Snyder said to me when in the middle of the movie they do a flashback, like, oh, by the way, the princess, who's totally not dead, but we're saying is dead, she had the ability to give life yes. to, like, fucking... <laughs> anything like she could touch a dead bird it comes back alive back alive and you go what does that relate to at all in the rest of this plot and they go i don't know anyway moving on uh, <laughs> that's is, that's my point like where is the investment from the viewers to know any of these people i don't know any of them nor do i give a shit about any of them and like this heroine like she's cool why like she's a badass out of nowhere even the bad guys like look 
Vader didn't really do anything when he first no. came on the scene. He just was in a really kick-ass goddamn costume, and he picked mm. some guy up by his throat. And then yeah. he was super pissed off and walked off. But no, other he looked than that, awesome. He looked awesome, and he was just this huge dude that immediately walked in a room and just like, hey, by the way, this is what I'm all about. Right. Yeah, just fucking one arms a guy up in the air and kills him. That's it. And you're like, holy shit, I would not want to bump into that ever. Yeah. But, but here, and, you know, and Princess Leia's got a funky hair, and then, you know, you meet Obi-Wan, mm-hmm. and you're like, oh, he's this wizard guy, you know. But at no point do I meet any of these people and I have any interest or can well, I absorb who they are there's just by the way they look. Prince, there's this hot prince dude that they walk into this fucking, like, he's a slave for some reason. And all of a sudden he's like, hey, how do we get him free? If he can tame this random griffin outside, then <laughs> oh, he's that was free. Like, oh, yes. I hadn't even got there yet, but yes. Go go on. If you yeah. can tame the random griffin. If you can tame this random griffin. Like, they met this dude four seconds ago. We don't know. He's like, I won't go free. Can you walk away? Like, you're not really. You're chain, like, it's the future. And okay. you have this small chain around your fucking like leg that's keeping you here he's like no i'm bound by honor can, can we put hey, a pin in this and then let me let me give it back to you in like two I mean, seconds I, I mean dude we have like four of these characters to okay. go through so we well, are i just want to get to the structural part of it how we get on this venture so th- they introduce the heroine because of this rape scene and then she comes out and she finally you know could you know she There's blossoms like, <laughs> before your eyes yeah. i was gonna say by the way guys you bet you totally didn't see this coming but I'm a badass. <laughs> right. So now you know she's a badass. And then she <laughs> just, she's like, I'm going to go out and I'm going to comb through the galaxy for other badasses and we're going to take out these bad guys. Like, Dude, okay. When she beat up all those guys, I was like, no way. Like, how small, how small is this universe that nobody else is doing this? Like, why is it the farm girl that is like, I'm going to pick up arms and go at, go ahead and do this myself? So, so you say to yourself, well, how is she going to find other badasses? Well, I forget how she went to the first place. But when she goes to the first place, Jax Teller pops out of nowhere with his, you know, uh, Celtic, uh, you know, uh, well, hey, it's not Celtic. What do you think you're doing here? Go and make sure we save the galaxy. It's not even that. <laughs> yeah, 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 That's yeah. Scottish. Scottish. What, uh, 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 what is it called? The Irish. Uh, you know, if Zack Kel- Snyder Celtic, doesn't care. Am I right there? Yeah, Celtic. Yeah, yeah. That's the fucking Vikings impression, dude. Yeah. So Zach Teller comes out and he's all, you know, with his fucking Irish accent. And he's just like, oh, I know people. I know exactly who you'd want to see. I know exactly who we need to grab. And that was and it. Cool. And that was it. You got all the badasses you need because Jax Teller is going to take you across the universe and show you where they all are. Mm-hmm. And so continue on because as we get to meet them, we meet I mean, this next one that you were so, saying. So you meet like it's basically if, if you've ever played a game of D&D, it's just you grab literally the most like boilerplate characters. You got like Prince who's forsaken his kingdom because he's honor bound and but is really good with taming mythical creatures from every bad fantasy novel. <laughs> of course. Then you have Japanese samurai with lightsaber swords who kills the spider alien lady. There's but another she, one. But but she's not she's not show offy because she's honor bound and she's like, let's think about the lives we took. And you're like, wow, this is um okay, so you watch Seven Samurai and then you're like, let's add this into my movie. Cool. Not gonna think any more about this. Oh and, and then add- and I gotta hop in. The fucking hat she wears is got goddamn ridiculous. 
Like, you had to make her look like a witch. It's just dumb. It's fucking dumb. It was, yeah. Like, he was clearly going for... Have you watched the show Blue-Eyed Samurai on Netflix? No. Dude, it's so good. Uh, But, like... You know, it's like it's about like 16th century Japan, but I feel like Zack Snyder watched that show. He's like, "Whoa, some of these characters got cool hats. Let's put them on here." And he's like, <laughs> "There are hats." What about like, what about the context for like what's going on in the scene? Nah, that sounds exhausting. I'm just gonna give her that hat. It looks pretty dope. Yeah, I, there is no explanation about anything. You just go on this ride, and it's just yeah. like, okay. He's like, I hope you have fun here, and you go have fun with what? And then next thing you know, you are off to the races, and I wish you luck. Right, so um, Ninja Girl was another one. Continue. Ninja Girl, and then there's... Uh, with her laser Gen- swords. Gen- yeah, girl with laser swords. And then there's um, a general who's the best general in the entire galaxy, but he's disgraced or something like that. Do yeah. you know what it's... No, he and just he's, bitched he's and by moaned. This actor. Yeah, he, I, I love the actor, too, is the thing that annoyed me. I was like, I, I What else guy. is he in? I don't... I, I don't I remember. I see him in a. I see him in a bunch of things. Like he's all over the place. But whenever I see him, I go, "Fuck yeah, this dude's awesome!" Like that's just how right. I. Whenever I see him. Uh, but yeah, he's in it. He's like, "Oh, I'm doing my best impression of Kratos from God of War for the PS4." <laughs> right. And you're just like, "I'm sorry, what did you just say?" And he's like, "Nothing. Don't worry about it. Anyway, keep going." And um, yeah, he t- he basically says. He's he's a drunk and he's a piece of shit and they're like oh this great general from uh, you know uh, you, whatever galaxy not galaxies past but times past in this land and they find him and he's just cracked out on the ground all drunk and shit and they pick him up and they're like ah oh, dude you got to sober up and you got to fucking get your shit together and he's just like I I can't do it anymore not since I lost my people I'm I'm awful I just need to die. That's okay. so weird that Rich is watching the movie right now and quoting it live. That's really weird. I don't That's know how he's is. doing it so well. And it's like, oh, he he's really down in the dumps. Okay. Yeah. Oh man, how did you nail this so well? <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I. I mean that's that. I think I'm missing like one other dude that they def. Oh yeah, then then they get the leader of the rebellion who's like, "Wow, you just exposed us completely to the empire at large by calling us down here, and for some reason brought all of the rebels with us to do this." Oh, I don't and, think uh, I got that far. That's probably in the last forty-five. Yeah, yeah probably. I mean, the, who cares? The, where I left <laughs> off was when she was talking to Squidface. Which looked just oh, like yes. the squid face guy from oh, dude, Return dude, dude, of the they Jedi. Had the, they had a cantina scene. <laughs> oh, yeah, they had a cantina yes, 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 yes. That's yes. right. Yes. I forgot Minus the good music and the interest, they did do a cantina scene. And it was the best part of the movie. It was, like, interesting. I mean... Well, that was when they showed how badass she was again, and that was where they introduced Jax Teller. And that's where they yeah, that's where they introduced Jax Teller. So I'll just do you mind if I just give you the twist here? Because like, go ahead, go kinda, ahead. The, so the the twist is they're amassing this last group, and he's like, "Hey, before we go, Jax Teller, who's basically discount Han Solo, he's like, hey, before we go, stop the Empire. I got to make one stop to stop like my thieving ways here." And you're like, "Oh, okay, he kept so talking about that. He was like, we got to stop by somewhere on the way." Mm-hmm. Yeah, so like you're like, okay, this is where obviously like you know he's gonna get betrayed or something like that, and then or something's gonna go wrong, and that's where the final fight scene's gonna occur. So what it turns out is Jax Teller's a bad guy, and what he's doing, he's like, I'm a bounty hunter, you fucking idiots, and all I was doing was basically like 
appealing to all of your senses of generosity and wanting revenge to pretend <sighs> we're getting this rebellion group so I could organize all you motherfuckers and bring you right to the bad guy. And bring him to the bad months. guy. Um, and you go, you're like, so you hear, you see that scene and you, like, I went, oh, oh, wait, that almost forgives how badly written those last, like, eight scenes were. Okay, that's actually kind of cool because you just totally reworked the context of why the fuck he was grabbing these random people. He's just getting a higher payday. Right. And then... But, all right, continue, and then I, I want to interject. Yeah, go, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it it's where it ends up going, where you think it's going to go right now is where it's going to end up going, where essentially the one character, who, by the way, I forgot to mention this entire time because he has so no impact on the plot, who is uh, buff chicks who, you know, beats everyone up the entire movie, the main character... Um, her love interest, who's of course this fucking like ballless dude, uh, for the first time in the movie, they don't lock him up because like this dude's a fucking pussy. Why would we lock him up when we have all these dangerous villains here? Are you talking and about the farmer that joined the her? farmer dude? Yeah. The farmer dude who's just there with them. Uh, he's like, oh, I could help the day, and then he does one thing, and then the one thing he does somehow immediately unlocks the locks for all the main protagonists, so they get out, and then the fight scene occurs. Oh, okay. And you're, and you're just like, why was it so easy for them to get out of that? That seems very poorly done. Well, that's the same thing with why is it so easy to just go across like the galaxy and just pick up all these random dudes that are you know, obviously on a bounty hunter hit list. So mm -hmm. this is where I want to ask the question. So, Jax Teller meets her on Planet X at the cantina scene. So, like, was he sitting there waiting for her, and then all these other people were yes, on his hit yes, list? Hang, I, so, they were on his hit list. Uh, as for her, I'm just guessing he was like, cool. I don't know. I don't know what made him, like, approach her. Like, so he's hanging out. Think about it logically. He's hanging out cantina scene. He wants to capture all the people that could uh, pose a threat to the new empire and then hand them on a silver platter. But yes. He's which, not which going I, and doing it right now when he's no, drinking a beer. No, that's exhausting. No. He's waiting for this random girl to come into the bar. Well, he, he, like, he ends up tricking them is what the, the concept is. Uh, you know, because they, they all think, oh, I'm going to join this rebellion because I hate the Empire and I thought I gave up. But now instead, like, I'll join the rebellion, whatever. Like, he's, he's basically just getting this one big smorgasbord, which is kind of cool. But it's just that doesn't excuse the fact, dude, that I just watched 10 scenes where you have these a bunch of background characters, including Jack Teller, just standing in the background being like, hmm, <laughs> just crossing their arms, just nodding their head as protagonist girl. Just give some like impassioned speech and, and dude well her he, acting was just uh, I, I mean, mean the acting across the board is pretty piss poor yeah <laughs> but where does where does jack teller go if she doesn't come into the bar i no idea i mean just hangs out gets another drink i guess so if that's a big plot twist what was he doing up until that point uh I, I I assume he just like realized that was a mark he could get. I'm guessing, honestly, not sure what his his maybe his big motives. master plan was to go one by one, and then this girl came in, and he was like, "Oh, or guess you what? get them eventually." Yeah. Okay. Listen, what you're doing right now is what we call um. Here, let me let me do my best Zack Snyder impression. I'm tired today, Rich. I'm so <laughs> tired today. I'm so tired. What what yeah. uh, there was man? I I'm trying to remember. We had talked about it in podcast past, but it, where it was. Was it Endgame or something where we were just like, if this whole thing changed and there was no movie, 
right? It was just like yeah. the movie ended. So, like, again, it's like I don't know how this movie starts without her randomly going into the bar because, I don't know, I guess he would go after one by one. It just, it's, it, uh, it, uh, what MacGuffin, you know, like the MacGuffins yeah. around the, the movie are, like, ridiculous. They're all over. And, and yeah, it. I mean, it's just. It's and this just is bad. part one. This is Rebel this Moon is part, part one. one. This is part one. The next one's coming out in April. I looked that up earlier, dude. Yeah. Now, so is like, there part two or part three, or is there just two parts? Apparently, there's like multiple parts. I think they're betting on this becoming a giant franchise, which is just like, okay, cool. Well, Glad if you were to do a giant franchise. Way. The thing that you would like to do is usually sell toys to kids, right? Which is why they yeah. did this PG thirteen. Inst- that was another thing. That, that was it's like I heard they're making a rated R version. He's doing what he did for Justice League. He He's making another version. <laughs> this guy is such a one trick pony. It's not even funny. It really is kind of weird, dude. That it's just like this is you do this a lot. <laughs> no one else does this in Hollywood. Yeah, and, and I like, and I they keep letting him do it. I, which I, they must make some money. Right? I mean, just like they made it, let him make Justice League, the four-hour cut, which is crazy. Like that's actually <laughs> insane. Like, I, it's I mean, a four hours for anything, but they they did it. They did it. They pieced it together, and it it is better. Like how much? Tra- it, oh, it was so much better comparing the two. Like the CGI alone on the villain was just like insanely better. Yeah. Oh, for uh, sure. Three I mean, more I, sequels. That's what Zack Snyder is saying. Three more like, sequels. Three, three more. So there's going to be Rebel Moon Four, and that's going to be the end of it. That, what what is a child a of fire? Uh, I don't know. I right, was we we know what a were... no, I don't. I, we know what a New Hope is. We get it. So a child of fire, I guess, would be her. She rises from the ashes because they killed her family and all that other shit. Yeah, she's a badass. Don't forget it. Directors cut close to an hour of extra content. That's insane. Like, (laughs) what did you, like, dude, like, why did they make it? I mean, this movie could have been a season, dude. The director's cut is a settled in deep dive, which I've notoriously done throughout my career. Okay, well, at least he's aware of it. I guess that makes it better. I I think. Does it? But, you know, then the question becomes, how talented are you really if you can't do anything other than your cuts, than your director cuts? Here's my response to that. How much money do they pay him to keep doing that? I mean, he keeps getting the work. He must know something or have some blackmail on somebody. Nobody has a problem writing this guy a check, right? No. It makes no sense to me. he feels like the you know the charity case, the Hollywood charity case, where I, I don't know. He grew up with all these big time Hollywood executives, kids, and they're just like, God, Zach was such a nice fucking kid, and if we could just you know just get him going. I know he's got it in him. Just let him do the movie. Wait, just give like, him a big like, fucking he made, paycheck. He made three hundred. I I thought Man of Steel was okay. Uh. Uh, it was v. barely Superman. okay. Batman v Superman was. If you're crossfaded, Batman v Superman is a much better movie. If you're uh, high, it probably is. Yeah, that's exactly a high and drunk. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Let's I'm see what his net worth is. He's got to be 
rolling in it, I have to imagine, dude. He's apparently good friends with Christopher Nolan and shit. Like, uh, like dude's got to be doing okay. I just don't get it. I don't get it. Like, apparently he offered this, like, because this was originally a Star Wars idea. And then they it was, said no. right? Yeah, it was a Star Wars idea. And then Disney said, no, thank you. And then Netflix was like, fuck it. Yeah, rework it. And then he was like, got it. Barely rework it. And then give it back to you guys and make a movie that's like $200 million. Cool. You know, I thought I had read that it was a Star Wars pitch originally. And after watching it, I can... Look, Disney sucks. And Kathleen Kennedy does suck, which is articulated yes. so well in the South Park Pandaverse yeah. episode. And we're back. Yeah. <laughs> However, um, they did a solid here by passing on whatever project this was supposed to be. I, I feel like it could have been fun as a show, but it, it like I just... We'll try to shoehorn it, it into... It's literally... Try to shoehorn it into Justice the League. Star Wars universe. Yeah. It's little, it's little, but dude, it's literally what happened with Justice League. Like the first part. Now, granted, you know they maybe there was time constraints or something, but the first Justice League, it's like here's seven characters, learn their personalities in five minutes in a scene where no one interacts, and then we're gonna force them into interacting this one scene, and then bad guy appears, and you're like, there's a bad guy too, and you want me to learn these seven <laughs> other right. characters? To, Jesus. Now, going back to a point you made earlier. Well, well hold on. Before, before we do that, if you were to do this in the Star Wars universe, because we talk about Star Wars quite a bit, you would basically, all of the bad guys that came down for the harvest would be stormtroopers, right? And Absolutely. And there would be some kind of new injected bad guy, you mm -hmm. know, there. like a Some some general. Yeah, like some a Thrawn, Thrawn character or something. Some young Thrawn, some young Empire general. Right, and so yeah. then the girl From would the just be a, the yeah. girl would just be a chick. She'd be like a Han Solo, but a girl. Yeah. Right, and then who I, I assume would not be force sensitive. She would just be like some highly trained warrior, I yeah. guess. Yeah, yeah, exactly. No, because you know that the Jedi is the Asian girl who has the kung fu skills because she has the two laser swords. That's what it's all about. So she has the laser sword. So they eventually come across a Jedi who helps them along the way, right? And then the leader of the general, that could be like a Wookiee or something, like a you know, down on his luck Wookiee. And, but if you do it in that, it's still boring as shit. It's not better. It's not better. No. Because as soon as you do it in a Star Wars universe, you're like, okay, well, this is kind of every fucking Star Wars movie that there's been. And then what are they fighting against? They're just fighting against the fucking, you know, Thrawn and the bad guys who want to steal their corn. <laughs> steal their corn. <laughs> I mean, when you really simplify it that way, it really does not seem like it's fun of a movie, does it? No. This whole thing is over corn. They, they want fucking corn, and the farmers don't want to give up their corn. It seems like you have some nice corn there. would be quite a problem if you were to lose it. <laughs> right, well, if you want to do it like a Tarkin voice. <laughs> yeah, you, you, call, you kill people over corn? Oh, most interesting. I find your, your lack of here. corn disturbing. That, and, and look, we, and we're making the movie. <laughs>
I love putting it's, in more thought than they do. You want to go back to stupid scenes? How about the whole scene where the Empire comes to steal the corn and the old man who is like Papa Smurf is like, look, we don't have enough corn. We're glad you guys came. We would help you out if we could. But look, we just don't make enough corn. And then it was like Brainy Smurf, who ends up being, I guess, the love interest of the mm. of the chick, the female Han Solo. Uh, you know, like, so Brainy Smurf is like, ah, you know, look, Papa Smurf's okay. He's just, we see things differently. And we have, we, we probably have some corn we could give you. And then yeah. the Empire's like, oh, see, Papa Smurf is a fucking asshole. Have a little bit of corn there. Oh, <laughs> what a great idea for a movie. Yes. And so they're, you know, they decide to kill Papa Smurf because Papa Smurf tried to show him up. So I thought that was ridiculous. It was like, who would be invested? There was supposed to be tension because you were like, who are they going to kill? They're going to kill the old man or they're going to kill the young kid? Yeah, I mean, yeah, are they going to kill Corey Stoll, who clearly co- you know, costs more, <laughs> right. or this dude who's the pussy love interest? I wonder who it could be. And so when everybody's shrieking as they kill Papa Smurf, no audience member gives a shit. Because who are these people? Again, to the point that you've made, nobody cares. Nobody knows these people. We have no attachment to them. Which is why I agree with you, this would have been way better as a TV series. It would have been so... Well, because you could give the fucking prince who rides a griffin who has one scene and where he rides the griffin and then he's just like, and I'm also here at the end of the movie. And you go, what? That wasn't a fucking fever dream I had where you rode on a griffin in a canyon out of nowhere? For no reason. For, For no, no reason. No. They just are like, huh, I can lose my slave I'll have for the next couple of years. Oh, God. If you can ride this griffin. I, okay. I fucking keep forgetting about surprised. this. How about the way that they get him free? How ridiculous was that pro- uh, proposal? Which was the prince was mm-hmm. an indentured servant for... Also, he's a prince. We haven't even really mo- mentioned that part yet, somehow. Was he a prince? Is, I don't know. We're just calling him prince. Yeah, Maybe no, he was no, a prince. He's, I don't no, he, he's literally a prince. Like he's it's literally, dude, it's like the most textbook fantasy thing you could ever think of. And you're just like, oh, this is exactly what happened. It's it's what you drew or what I drew on the corners of my notebook when I was like coming up with fantasy characters when I was, you know, five years old. I was like, and hey, this guy, right. he's a slave, but in reality, he's a prince. Because of course he is. And the prince is an indentured servant. Mm-hmm. For reasons un. What's his backstory? Bet it would be really cool to figure that out. In like I don't know a TV show, but you know what do I know? So they come in, and the 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 slave owner is basically like, "Look, if you want to throw me twenty million bucks, I'll let the prince go. That's a fair deal for me." And they're like, "Twenty fucking million dollars! Twenty million dollars! We don't have twenty million dollars." And he's like, oh, well, okay. Well, that's the end of that. And so at one point, then he turns his head and he kind of cocks his Mm -hmm. eye with the rock eyebrow. And he was like, but I do like to gamble. And it was like, okay, hold on. So you're not going to get your $20 million, but you're such a gambling addict that you're willing to throw out something else. And Mm -hmm. here's his proposal. If said prince... Can you know narfle the golf arm or whatever uh, r- wrestle the, gra- the griffin 
and make him fly, ah, he's good. You can have him. I'll, I'll, I'll ride the Griffin, and uh, you can take the Prince. But if the Prince doesn't get the fucking Griffin to fly, all four of you are now my slaves. That was the proposal. Yeah. That was the gamble. And they're like, can you do it? Yes. Cool. We'll take that on faith. I, they didn't even try to come back and propose something. That, well, how about two of us? You know, like, they, you, you know, all four of us is a little aggressive. How about you can have one more person as an endangered slave? Like, some kind of drop. They were just like, yeah, this sounds good. We need him. So, like, wouldn't you just be like, peace out? Or fucking, we don't need the prince. Like, why do I want to become an indentured servant? Like, we need him that bad? They don't explain to you why they need these people. I mean, they need him for the no, movie. It, I mean, it's just like they, he's just cool dude, dude. He's did you not see how cool he was when he rode that fucking Griffin? He said he could do it. Am I supposed to do not believe him? He was like all he looked like a wrestler. He was all covered in oil, baby oil. Yeah. It was like glistening oh, dude, my in the dad sun. That. My dad was just like, "This is an interesting movie where they're just like covering this dude in oil," and we're supposed to go, "Yep." It was so ridiculous. It was just, he was just covered in oil, looking like slash wrestler slash like one of those like women novelization covers, you know, the, like the women romance novels mm-hmm. where the cover is just some strapping sweaty man, and that was this fucking prince. But I just I I laughed I, I laughed not very audibly, but I laughed on the couch when he was like, "I'll gamble, you know, you wrestle the Griffin, uh-uh, you can go free. Otherwise, I'll take all for you as a slave." And they were like, "Good deal. Mm. We'll take it." I just it just made no sense. It was just stupid. Nor like what well, what would he I mean, he gained he gains four slaves, which is great for him, but mm-hmm. I guess he really doesn't really need the other slave if he's just like, "Yeah, well, if he can, you know, you know, tame the fucking bird." The, the bird, lion, dragon, then I'm good with him. Yeah, that's good. And he's like, all right, sounds like we're all square here as I get my lion, bird, dragon, <laughs> griffin. That's pretty cool, isn't it? And you go, what is this movie again? I'm very confused. And then they just they just shoot you off into the air like nothing's going on. So Do you want to talk about the logic of his flight on the bird dragon? No, dude, the fact that he jumped off a cliff and he's like, and now I'm riding this into the distance. And you go, what just happened again? And that's the whole movie, dude. It's the whole movie. is like that. There's a spider human who kidnapped a child. Oh, my and God. And fight yes. scene with lightsabers. And you're just like, like, like none of that makes sense. It's weird. <laughs> I don't get it. They have a scene about a Colosseum. Is it in the Colosseum? Do you see him really fight? Not really, which is kind of a waste because I would have loved to see that. But here we are. We don't get what I want. Can you explain to me why the bird uh, bird dragon was flying into the walls randomly? Was he drunk? I think he was point? trying to knock it. I think he was trying to knock him off was the idea. I, I guess so. I think but once again, I'm not Zack Snyder, and I don't even think he knows what the fuck he was trying to do there. I think he thought it would look... I really think that most of what Zack Snyder does is like, this would be so fucking cool if I made it this way. And then he does. And, and he did. And so the bird wants to get... If that's the reason, the bird wants to get rid of the guy. I, it was just so abrupt because I thought the bird was kind of riding with him and he was cool with it. And then the bird just drunk drives into the walls of the... Of the uh, whatever, the ravine... And all of a sudden, he throws the guy off, and it's like, okay, well, obviously, he's going to do something because, you know, he's mm-hmm. got to tame this fucking griffin. And he runs, runs just as fast as the griffin flies. I don't know how that is. Yep. 
and then he basically does. It was the, recovering. You know, it was, it was you know, it, it, it had a little bit of, you know, it bumped into that wall there, dude. It had to recover a little bit. Uh, right, right. It slowed him down, I guess. I, I'm, I'm stupid, me. I'm, 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 I just don't understand the logic, and I should because yeah. know, it's there. You're not, yeah, Zack Snyder's just smarter than us, dude. That's what you got to understand. And so, obviously, you know he's going to hop back on the bird, and he does it, mm-hmm. like, full-on with, like, the E.T. across the moon scene. Yeah, he's laughing. I mean, it's a cool scene. They got the sun behind Listen. Slow motion again. Pre- Slow motion again. It because looks pretty. It looks gotta pretty. got to emphasize I will, the drop. I will give him that every day. It looks pretty, but it also looks computer pretty. Which is basically I mean, every sci-fi movie. I was going to say, that's everything now. Everything's yeah. just like, should we use practical effects? And they go, no. Why do you think we have these fucking green screens? Practical effects, are you high? You're fired. And that's what they do all the time now. Do you think that if they did practical effects and they just kept everything smaller? Because, like, look, they did it with the goddamn first Star Wars trilogy. You know, Job of the Hutt was a goddamn fucking prop. Like, do you think if they did it that way and just didn't make things gr- on a grander scale, it would be monetarily that much more money? I guess. I don't know. I mean, listen, I watched the movie. If they were looking for it, they won. I mean, I'm sure they're making money off of this one just based on views alone or however Netflix business model that doesn't make any sense to me, but somehow they're still killing it. Uh, don't look at me because I, I yeah. haven't understood it since the beginning. So Yeah, dude. I mean... Will I watch the second one? Yes, because I'm a masochist and I need to see where the fuck this goes. <laughs> uh, and so we can talk about it here on the Broken Remote podcast. But dude, I don't, I don't fucking know what they're gonna do with this shit. It's uh, I'm just... kind of curious where it's gonna go. I mean, maybe they'll actually expand on the characters. Maybe I'll watch the hour long extra one because I'm also an idiot and I'll just watch content that he's already made and just hasn't finished properly. But doesn't it doesn't it just send your hopes farther and farther into the distance for like solid quality oh. science fiction, much less movies in general? Oh, I haven't had that. I haven't had hope in a long time. What are you talking about? Yeah. Well, I don't like you hear about these projects. When I heard about Rebel Moon and I first saw the trailer, I was like, I don't know. I don't. I I don't have hope, but it it looks okay, and and mm-hmm. I hope you know maybe something will come out of it. It's kind of. Like, did you see the Beverly Hills? Cop 4 trailer? No. Beverly Hills Cop 4 trailer came out. They haven't had a Beverly Hills Cop since 1994, maybe. Beverly Hills Cop 3, which was a colossal fucking turd. Absolutely awful. Yeah. And you watch the trailer, and you're just like, I don't have any hope because Eddie Murphy sucks now, and the last Beverly Hills Cop was terrible, and that was 30 fucking years ago. And then the trailer comes out, and you're like, holy shit. This might not be terrible. Uh, like, I don't know if it's going to be great, but it might not be terrible. And so he you made that movie. Up. I mean, did, did you watch like all the Christmas movies? We watched. The I did new not watch Candy Cane Lane. No. Okay, that was fun. That was fun. I was like, oh, Eddie Murphy does still know how to act. Cool. Was it funny though? Because when I see Eddie Murphy, I want it's, it's, funny. It's, it's it's he's going for donkey. He's not going for anything like he's not going for anything crazy in this one. Let's just put it that way. Yeah. I mean, I, I just, I don't, again, you know, if you watch the first Beverly Hills Cop, that was basically the closest to the Eddie Murphy stand-up persona you were going to get. It was like The Rock when he was in the WWE. Perfectly crafted for that person and his real potential, you know, persona. Mm-hmm. 
It was like, you know, Eddie Murphy in fucking Beverly Hills Cop, The Rock in WWE, you know, insert whichever, you know, actor or personality and, and whatever property made them great. But, you know, I, I mean, I, I don't know. I just don't know where any of this sci-fi shit is going. I don't know where fucking movies are going. Um, it's just it's there. over, dude. It's over. We're gonna get more Zack Snyder's before we get any less. Um, do, you know. do you think all this stuff is just better as TV shows? Like, yeah. what what works better as a movie now? What well, was better as a movie? I mean, you can make a good one, but you're not going to. Not with this, you know, kind of nonsense that you're getting left, right, and center. I don't know. I, I wish this was a TV show. I don't know why they made this a movie. I'm assuming it's much cheaper and just easier to just kind of like fart this out. Just kind of go, whatever. They're, they're, these animals are going to watch it anyway. Well, get- I, I think because you would need story, right? Like, how would you do this over 10 hours? Yeah, I mean, it's not a Game of Thrones, dude. Like, if Game of Thrones, if you condensed all the Game of Thrones that first season into one, like, it's just not going to have anywhere near the impact, no matter right. how good a writer you are. That said, they also they could have made a good movie if they just shortened it. Like the thing about it is that it's a really interesting world they created. Like I'm actually like, if, if there was like a book or something, I'd go, okay, this is interesting. You got some you got some stuff going on here. Because here's the thing, Star Wars wasn't the first one to make up fucking androids in space. No, that right. Were like, I'm with you. And, you know, yeah, and like you know the laser swords that's been around way longer than fucking the lightsaber. And the lightsaber just made that shit take off. Sure. Uh, but I mean, he maybe took a little more than just a you know general inspiration from some of those things. I mean, some of that was kind of blatant. I mean, but he like, lifted a ton of this fucking movie. Yeah, he lifted a shit ton of this movie, dude. But like, I just, I just don't. Uh, like, I want to give him the benefit of the doubt, but it's also just his track record's kind of speaking for itself. Now he does recover. I mean, Justice League, he's proven to recover before and I, I like more of his movies or find them just kind of painfully average than I do distest them. But he does have like these weird habits of just being like, and here's my first draft. And you go, this is a really nice first draft, but like, why did you send this out to us? He's like, I needed money now. It's going to take another four years to make the actual version of the movie I wanted to show you. And you're just kind of like, Think about it. I think I, I think Justice League works infinitely better as a TV show. Yeah, yeah. He split them into four parts, dude. Right. When he made the one which that he could have been split probably again into you know that was four hours. You probably could have either broken the four hours into thirty minutes and done eight episodes, or you could have probably added more in and drawn it out a little bit more and just made you know eight hours of it. Mm-hmm. Right, and you would have gotten from A to B a little bit better. You could have, you went into the personal relationships and all the rest mm-hmm. of it. You know, and, and I think that's where I question all this. You know, I mean, even with Star Wars now, if you got a two-hour Star Wars movie after just basically getting Andor is ten hours, uh, you know, Mandalorian as three seasons of ten hours, Book of Boba Fett ten hours, like, yeah. what is a two-hour Star Wars movie going to do for you now? Uh, we're going to find out when the Thrawn movie comes out and sucks dick. Right. Yeah. Well, you know th- that's going to be basically a two-hour episode of Ahsoka, right? It's going like to be. Ahso- I, I don't like the way you said that. <laughs> it's <laughs> that just going to be a two-hour episode of Ahsoka. That's exactly what it's going to be. Do you like the show? No. Well, that's too bad. <laughs> You're just going to get two hours of it as, as the finale to it. 
It's just, it's amazing. But anyway, so yeah, the Rebel Moon, as you said, I, well, I just. I'm going to say painfully mediocre. That's my fault. Like, I wouldn't even call it bad because it's not finished. I didn't get the full product yet. Yeah. That's how I feel. I, I, I question whether or not there's just going to be interest in a second one. You know? I mean, I'll watch it, but I don't know how many other people are. But then I also am clearly bad about Netflix's numbers because Coco Melon still feels like it's on like number fucking two of every single what people are watching right now. The Coco Melon Best of series or whatever. Yeah, I think didn't Netflix come out with what they what the top of the year thing was with their list? Oh, of, did they? Oh, I'm sure they did. I thought yeah. so. Uh, most watched shows on Netflix, and I'm sure it's nothing good. Uh, it's or probably, Seinfeld. It's always like Seinfeld or Friends or something. I thought I just saw there was there was something that they released. Yeah, they did. Ten much watched. Uh, oh, the first half hours watching the first half of twenty twenty. And that, this was December fifteenth, twenty twenty three. So this was. Oh yeah, I think the Night Agent was number one. The Night Agent. Yeah, I think I, I think the Night Agent was the number flip one. Was that one? Uh, let me see. Uh, Wednesday was up there too. Oh yeah, Wednesday made bank, dude. And that was just yeah, it not was the night me. agent. Yeah, um, it was the night agent, and I forget what it was, but it was uh, some dude action thriller follows FBI agent Peter Sutherland. Uh, blah 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 blah. But I mean, yeah. that just sounds like the Gray Man, the Gray, which I thought sucked dick, but that's just me. I love the villain in it. The villain was great. The movie was pretty mediocre. Yeah, Night, Night Agent was number one. Number two was a show I'd never... Ginny in Georgia, season two? No idea. Never heard of it. Never heard of it. Uh, the Glory, season one. South South Korean drama series. Don't know anything nope. of it. Four was Wednesday, which everybody... My kid watched yeah. it. He loved it. Um, and that was uh, Jenna Ortega. Jenna Ortega is... Taking she, off into the stratosphere. She's not the new Snow White, is she? No, it's uh, that Rachel Zegler lady that yeah, everyone okay. hates now. Jenna Ortega just came out in something else too, right? Was it Scream Six? I have no idea. I think she was... <laughs> yeah, dude, I'm I'm out of it. I th- actually, that that makes sense. I think it was Scream Six, and then Five was Queen Charlotte, a Bridgerton story. Uh, that, you know, six, that just upsets me. Six was <laughs> that show just... you. Which I've seen on it's it's Oh, you do girls love that show. Oh, is oh, that a girl thing? It's a girl show. Yeah, it is one billion percent a girl show. Uh okay. girl have you ever met in your life that's their favorite show. Uh seven is something I, La Renia del Sur. I don't know what nope, that is. No idea. Uh I do know eight eight is outer banks. That's like cheesy teenage pop culture mm-hmm. popcorn bullshit. They have three seasons of that. And then nine was Ginny and Georgia season one. Remember, Ginny and Georgia season two was number two mm-hmm. on this list. And then Fubar featuring Arnold Schwarzenegger was ten. So th- that that's what people watched on Netflix. And right, you hear that and you kind of scratch your head, like, why am I paying for this? I mean, dude, it's like a reoccurring thing there. Like, there's nothing on Netflix. Like I think there's just there's nothing to really watch. There's not any shows that I'm watching that I'm going, yeah, I gotta check this shit out, dude. No, it's just fucking amazing. And then you you know, over I this Rebel Moon I watched, and there was another movie that just came on recently, Netflix that I watched that I was just like I, I don't know. I, well, they had the Matt Rife thing that was really popular on Netflix recently. 
Did you watch the Matt Rife special? No, I've heard different things about it. Like, I want to watch it. Turned it off. Uh, I, I just... I, I was bad? Uh, I, you know, I am a huge fan of his Instagram follow because I think yeah. his crowd work is... Him and Mark Norman's crowd work just blows me away. I, I, just I was going to say, it's like Andrew Santino. I, I don't think Andrew Santino's that good of a comic, honestly, but his fucking, like, his crowd work is amazing. Yeah, I, I mean, for me, Norman and Rife, I follow all of this. I mean, people are getting really good at crowd work. Crowd work has now become basically, like everybody's primary, you know, attribute in comedy. It's like, I, I have to do crowd work because I have to go to Instagram and post it for people to come to my shows. But then they get all bent out of shape because they're just like, I'm not going to do crowd work the entire fucking night. When it was like, well, that's how you're getting us here. It's fucking crowd work. But uh, the Matt Rife special came on. Me and my wife turned it on. We just turned it off. And it wasn't even my wife was like, look, I, I don't like this. I, I was sitting there and I'm just like, this sucks. This fucking this is not. I was like gonna say, my, I, from what I've heard, it has been like it's lost to more followers than anything. Lost, it's lost to more followers. Lo- oh yeah, lost him yeah. more followers. Yes, um, I don't know. Well, he, I, he people said he was being aggressive toward women, which I don't know. I, yeah, it was like beating women or something like that. I know that was my. There was like a few people I know that were like upset about that. Yeah, I, I just, I don't. It was just deflating. It really was. It was not a good. It was not a good uh, comedy special based on other ones that I've seen. Uh, mm-hmm. But in, I, I will give you one. Do you have HBO Max? Yes. It's the last thing we have. So we, we canceled Disney Plus last week because we're just over it. Oh, you did? Okay. Well, here's something that you pick up on the South Park. We're going to punch out here. I'll hit the outro yeah. music as we uh, get ready to go. But the one, watch Bookie with Sebastian Maniscalco. Oh, he's great, dude. Yeah. Several of them. Yeah. So watch it. It's 30 minutes. It's a comedy. It's 30 minute episodes. There's eight of them. And it was not terrible. And I'm not a Sebastian Manikiko fan, but I think he's funny. Yeah. And I thought this was fine. And me and my wife watched it. And we both laughed. And there was definitely some funny parts in it. Watch it because I, or watch a couple episodes because I'm curious as to see if you also think it's okay. Because I, you I know. Have more, I'll be honest with you. I'm probably going to watch Matt Rife tomorrow. <laughs> well, watch I, Matt Rife. We'll I'll come watch back. That. That sounds, yeah. We'll come back next week and we'll do comedy specials. Uh, you know, pick a couple because I've seen a couple re- Burgetts' ones that were on Amazon. Oh, dude, Burgetts, he was awesome. I got my whole family super in it. But yeah, that's story of the time. Yeah, the, the the two Netflix ones that were super popular recently, one was Rife and the other one was Norman's. Norman's came out late summer. And I don't know if we talked about either of them. So we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll aim to do comedy next, uh, you know, next episode. Comedy. Comedy. That's right. Comedy. Good one. Kid's good. He's, he's quick on his feet. Uh, oh, and I just killed the outro music because the outro nice. music is on the uh, same, uh, same, loop, drop, yeah. same drop machine as, as the button. So uh, the ring bell. Okay. Anyway, I'm crashing at the end here. You enjoy yourself, Will. Uh, happy New Year because next time we talk will be after the New Year. So. Woo! Enjoy spending your, I don't know, $12 a Coors Light or whatever you're drinking out whatever there in the city. Do, yeah. yeah. And, uh, you know, the $5,000 a month that you pay water. for your apartment. It's, 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 sewer, it's sewer water, let's be honest. <laughs> All right. Guys, All right, brother. brother. I'll talk to you later. Everybody else, peace out.